Voice of Faith with Nael Pondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayel Upondwana. We are together until 8 o'clock. It's supposed to be an hour-long conversation. It's now four minutes. Just turned five. Look at your time. Mine says five minutes after seven. We do this up until 8 o'clock. So please, if you're one of those people who would like to join in the conversation and just listen, you can do so. Start dialing right now so that when we pick up the phones, we pick yours first. The number is to dial. 0891-104-207, 0891-104-207, or preferably, maybe you're one of those people who would rather send a WhatsApp text or uh, on social media on Facebook and on Twitter. We are also available there. Hashtag SFM Facts of Faith at SFM Radio. That's our Twitter handle, and on Facebook at SFM Radio, and the hashtag is SFM Facts. Of faith. Our question for today, is there an over-sexualization of the school curriculum content? Now, I'm sure you remember there were stories last year and this year about the Department of Basic Education hyper-sexualizing our children by teaching them issues like oral sex at school. Do you remember that story? I'm sure you remember and many of you were asking me why we're not dealing with it on the show. And I did say that we would not like to jump onto the bandwagon until we get all the facts right. And my, by that we mean we need to understand what the curriculum is about and what they were saying. Because the Bait Department was saying stories that were not particularly clear for us at the time. And it would not be nice for us to bring you on this platform or the Headspace platform information that is incomplete. Now we have all the players right here in the studio with us to give us the full story. Nobody. Nobody's going to say, uh, we don't have the answers for we're still looking into it. They will be able to give us the answers now. And so we've invited them to give us an answer to the question, is there an over-sexualization of the school curriculum in our schools today? What scriptures are saying maybe of guidance if the scriptures do say something about this? So we've invited guests to give us some perspective as to what the scriptures say about this idea of teaching sexuality at the level of basic education. Now, when we're saying basic education, in our minds, we're talking about people who are below the age of 18. Uh, these they, they, they tend to reach the age of matric at 18, 19, depending on when they started school. So we're talking about young people, quite frankly, who are below the age of 18. And parents shatter the idea of talking about oral sex with their children. So we need to find out if scriptures are against it. Now, I'm going to say this abundantly clear. We are trying to get the scriptural perspective from what you're saying. The department is going to tell us what they are teaching and we're going to find out if the scriptures are against this. And so we're going to learn uh, from all our guests. If you're one of those people, please, please, please do not take offense. We'll engage you. Please engage us throughout up until 8 o'clock. So, is there an over-sexualization of our school curriculum in our schools? And what do the scriptures say about this? Find out what the scriptures are saying shortly after this. I'm Nayaru Pondwana. This is Facts of Faith. 
The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. For the purpose of our conversation, we have invited the Department of uh, Basic Education, represented by Elijah Mtlanga, National Spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education, and I'm going to introduce you to him in a short while, but we have invited members of the uh, religious fraternity as well. One of them is a Christian representative, and another one is a representative of a Muslim school. So as you can tell, we're trying to give you as much well, of these Abrahamic majority religions in our country and their educational perspective. Now, let's begin in no particular order. We do have right here in the studio for us, and thank you very much for coming to the studio, sir. Um, <coughs> Elijah Mtlanga, National Spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education. Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for bringing to us. Yeah, good evening. Thank you so much for inviting us. Glad to be here. Also, we do have in the studio once again, Reverend, thank you very much for coming to the studio. We always appreciate our guests, Reverend Kenneth Mishua, leader of the African Christian Democratic Party. Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Naye, and to all your listeners. And also, we do have... Um, um, Mr. Uh, Ashik Mani, principal of the Muslim Judicial Council's Al Azhar High School. He'll be joining us in the short while as soon as we get him on the line. But right now, we're going to get right down to it. What exactly is that that people are complaining about? First, we're going to get the department to tell us what it is that they're teaching that got people all riled up. Uh, Elijah Mplang, mm. uh, people have been complaining, and I'm, no, I'm sure you know what it is. Mm. It has been in the stories all around to the extent that um, uh, the ACDP had a march uh, to complain about the hypersexualization of our children. Mm. What exactly are you teaching these children that has got everyone <coughs> objecting? First and foremost, we need to welcome the activism around the issues of education in South Africa. We have been lacking it, particularly from the Christian church. Uh, it's been a situation where people will just complain in the corridors, complain inside the church building itself, but not really uh, coming through in terms of messaging and what the church would like to see in education policy in South Africa. We have seen other groups organizing themselves, but uh, we haven't seen much from the church in terms of them saying we want to influence policy. So that's the first thing that we need to welcome. We support what they are doing. But secondly, now we need to come to the issue. What we are trying to do as a department is to avail information about sex and sexuality, about health. We have something called the Integrated School Health Program. That is a program that we do together with the Department of Health. Social development is also involved. And the overall objective of it is to make sure that our young people are given access to information, information that will make sure that they take care of themselves, they know how to respond to different situations. We have been faced with a situation where there's a huge increase in terms of social ills that are affecting young people. You have a situation where you have over 
36,000 young people who fall pregnant a year in this country. And these are figures that are recorded by the Department of Health. From our side, we do record these numbers where schools send through data to us to say 46,000 or 26,000 or whatever the numbers are of girl learners have fallen pregnant, which means there is a problem that needs to be dealt with. And what is the problem? The problem is that they're exposed to sex and sexual activity and that sex and sexuality and sexual uh, sexual activity is not protected. That's why you see a lot of them falling pregnant. And when you check, it's lack of information. We felt we needed a sector response. The basic education sector needed to come back with a, a, a response that will help deal with this issue. So what we thought to, we needed to do was to develop a, a, a curriculum that will bring this matter into the school because we want to play our role to help society address this particular matter. So we have developed age-appropriate and grade-appropriate material that will ensure that young people, particularly those that spend time with us in our schools, are taught about sex and sexuality, about health, about uh, hygiene, about the different types of uh, diseases that they might be infected with. So we have done that, and we didn't just do this on our own. We have had to follow international standards. That's why we are following international guidelines on how these things should be done. What does that mean? That, that's a very uh, an, an, an amorphous uh, phrase, international standards. Whose standards are we calling international and that require us to follow them? Who is this? Remember, we are signatories uh, in a variety of uh, agreements that are there that govern the world. You can talk about UN and UN has various institutions like UNESCO, for example, you have UNICEF, you have all these bodies that do work in these areas. So we look at what they do in other area, in other countries, uh, we look at what has worked, and then we adopt such. So we work within those guidelines. We are guided by the... Hold, hold on, sir. My question was, when you say international standards, are you saying that you follow the United Nations? Is this something that you got from the United Nations? And where in the United Nations did you get this from? No, no, no. We, I'm not, I didn't say we got this from the United Nations. I'm saying it's just like when you draft a law. You will need to look at the application of the particular law, uh, whether it's labor law. You will need to go do a study, find out how labor law in the UK works, how labor law works. I, in I understand, sir. I understand. I need so, to understand what the Department of Aid Basic Education said. When, they, when you say it, international standards, whose standards are we saying? Because you do know that there's been much complaint about the westernization of our way of thinking that people have been following with the Western standards. So, and when we're saying international standards, are we saying Western standards? Who are you calling international standards? We are using a Western language as we speak right now. Correct. I would, I would have preferred to have this discussion in my own language so if Correct. you wanted us to really move away from Western ways of doing that, that is that is, that is not what I'm asking you. Sir. No, 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 When no, you're no, saying no, international no, standard no, is, no, no. what are you referring to? I'm, I'm trying to answer your question. Yeah. So when I try to answer your question, I'm giving you the context. Don't interrupt because we are having a conversation here and we have time to do it. So let's give each other the opportunity to engage. What I'm saying is that let's not rush to say Western this, Western this, when in fact everything that we do is highly and huge 
hugely influenced by the Western way of doing things. Here, we are part of a global village. The things that we do, we are signatories. That's why we have people at, at the UN. That's why we work with the World Health Organization, for with, example. With respect, Mr. Who conduct I, I, I don't want us to be circuitous. I totally understand. And by the way, the context of us using the English language is because our license conditions here at the SABC on SFM is English. So if you want to debate that, you can debate that with them. But that's not even the issue right now. The issue is people are generally weary of the westernization of an African country. And I'm asking, when you are saying international standards, are you referring to Western standards? Is that what you're referring to? We're no, even objecting to it at no, this point. No, they're, not trying West, to they're not Western. Remember, the United Nations is an organization okay. of all countries in the world. Some of them are not in the West. Okay. Is that you where see? we got the standards? The guidelines. Okay. So you got the guidelines from the United Nations? Yes, because we participate there and we make an input as Africans as well to say. Which organ of the United Nations? You said mentioned UNESCO and which one did you take it from? (laughs) We we work with UNESCO, we work with UNICEF. Yeah. Yes. And all of these organizations, together with the World Health Organization, we develop together with them uh, the guidelines that are governing the, the things that we do. And of course, we look at our local context and say, as South Africans, as a new country that just emerged into democracy in 1994, what is it that's in our best interest and how best do we uh, tackle the social issues that are facing us now that are causing havoc in the basic education system in particular? That's why I've said that we've had to come with a a sector response to say, as an education department, as a sector, what is it that we need, needed to do? We therefore said, let's that. bring this context, this content into the school so as tell us part of teaching. our contribution. Tell us what the department is teaching that you believe is age appropriate and grade appropriate. We teach respect uh, for self. We teach respect for others. We talk about conduct, good behavior, um, how to cross the road, um, how, ba- how babies come about. I'm talking about the life orientation uh, 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 um, content here because the sexuality content that we're talking about is embedded in the life orientation. So we look at life skills in general. We don't just focus on sex. This is just one component of a wholesome yeah. For the purposes that of this conversation, we just need to zoom into the sexual part because that's what has been getting everyone worried that it is hypersexualization. We need to understand from your side what is your teaching and get the reverend to respond as to what exactly they're objecting to, if it is age-appropriate or grade-appropriate. In fact, in our experience, we found that we have not been able to please everyone in everything that we do, including the development of a simple thing as a school calendar, for example. One person will like the, 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 the holiday to be in June, someone else wants it in July. Same thing applies even in this case, where you contribute to bringing education to, to the children, and then people object to that. It's part and, part, course, part and parcel course. of Tell policy development. Tell us what it is that is sexual that you're teaching the children. No, we, we teach them everything. We expose them uh, depending on their age and their grade. We, we, we have broken down the curriculum using experts that are in the field to say in grade 4, this is what you teach in grade 5, on and on until it gets to, Which to is grade what? 12. No, it depends which grade you want. Which grade do you want to talk about? Let's, let's, let's talk about um, grade 8, for example. What are you four, teaching? Four, what, four, grade 4, 5? Okay, because <laughs> you're objecting to the grade 4 curriculum. Okay. No, no. It, it, in fact, in grade 4, it's not there. Uh, in grade 4, it's not there. In grade 5, it's not there. In grade 6, it's not even there. Sexuality, Th- there's no sexual content in grade 4, 5, or 6? It starts in grade 7 okay. because by then, those, those, those uh, 
boys and girls are already at puberty stage. And that's when we need to explain to them what's happening in their bodies uh, when they start to develop things that they didn't have before, when the boy's voice starts to break and it changes. We need to say what's happening to your body. So, so those are the things that we teach. And Tell we us feel what it's, that is. It's, I mean, we, we, we teach them. We say that, understand that as you grow and develop, if you're a girl, you'll develop breasts yeah. and you'll start to feel different and you, you, you might start to feel sexually aroused. You need to know what that is. We teach girls that you are going to, to have periods. We explain what periods are so that they know how to respond to such. Because when you hear of some of the stories coming from some of the girls who had periods without anyone talking to them about it, they were frightened. There are so, stories like that where some of these kids don't have anyone talking honestly to them about the developments that are happening in their bodies. And you find them having a tough time having to understand that. We believe that these are things that should happen in the home. First and foremost, because that's where teaching happens, okay. first right. and foremost. Mm-hmm. So Let, let's take a we, break. we um, feel that families need to really take, take their responsibility seriously and do their jobs. All right. Um, um, it feels like root canal. Uh, we'll take a break and come back. We'll have um, uh, the Reverend tell us what it is that they're objecting to. Um, um, uh, you're listening to Facts of Faith. It's 20 after 7. The stage is set and it's time to own it. Yes, you, the future MCs that make winter events worth it. The ambassadors that change brands from maybes to must-haves. And the brymasters that put the grrr in flame grilled. Yes, the stage is yours. Own the stage with handy tips from Presenter Search. Wednesdays at 7.30. The next brand ambassador. Thursdays at 9.30. And tires and briars Wednesdays and Thursdays at 8.30. Only on SABC3. The stage is yours. Own it. Hashtag SAFM. Facts of Faith. Welcome back and thank you very much for sticking around. You're still listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayelu Pondwana. We have just received word that the Muslim Judicial Council representative of their high school will not be joining us anymore. They would like to take part at a later stage. I'm just reading this as I'm getting it. Um, let us just put it out there. When we take an agreement that we are going to come on air and speak to the nation, keep your word. It is highly objectionable that we are going to invite guests. They agree to come. The rest of the guests are here, respecting that. Reverend Mishwe is here. Elijah Mklanga is here. And the Muslim Judicial Council has decided they're not going to come here any longer. This is not my airtime. This is a public broadcaster. It would be highly appreciated if we all appreciate public time and public space. That said, we will not be having the Muslim perspective tonight for those reasons as you've just heard. Um, I do apologize to you, uh, Reverend Meshwe and Mr. Mklang. Uh, let's get down to what the Christian perspective is saying. Reverend, you, you, you're you saying uh, what to this? You're listening to Elijah Mklang. The Department of Basic Education is giving you what it is giving you. What exactly are you objecting to? You know, if what Mr. Mklanga was saying was the full truth, there would have been no need to object. 
I don't think any parent out there would object to what he said. We agree with him. But the problem is he's not giving the full truth. Okay. Um, there, there is an article, well, there was an article in May that was published in the Sunday Times. And they objected to that, okay? Because in that article, um, we know that uh, the lady who's known as uh, Dr. Eve, among other things, said sex lessons for modern grade fours in new life orientation curriculum. And she even said that they would be taught, among other things, yoga, masturbation, LGBT, IQ, and other things. Now, <clears throat> the department denied. She says it is so. Now, there has been a protest march, actually protest marches in the UK about a similar issue. Muslim mothers, in particular, led the protest against their children being given inappropriate information at the year four, some when they were five. Some of these things... Was it grade four or age four? Age four. Age four years of age. Age four, okay. all right? And I have some very interesting articles with me, okay? This one you can see says, Muslim and Christian parents withdraw children from UK schools in protest over LGBT content in lessons. But with all respect, Reverend, this is UK. What what, okay, what, what, does, what does the Department of Basic Education right, in South Africa do I'm with getting all there, that? I'm getting there. Okay. okay. Now, they are doing this because the UK is a signatory to the United Nations agreements. Okay? Just as South Africa is. So the United Nations has released what you call guidelines that have to be implemented by all countries that are signatories. And among the guidelines, and I have accepts of that, among those guidelines are what to teach children. Children, and when I read this research, I discovered that um, their philosophy was based on the theories of Dr. Alfred Kinsey. Dr. Alfred Kinsey taught that children are sexual from birth. We are sexual from birth, even babies can feel sexual pleasure. So in their materials, they are teaching that children must explore their bodies and find places where they feel nice and pleasure. All right? These are school children, grade fours, grade fives, okay? They are taught that they must feel touch themselves. And also, they must touch so, each sorry, other. Sorry, Reverend, you just said now grade four and grade five. Earlier on, you said oh, age four. Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, they are interlinked. Some places they talk about ages, some places they talk about grades. I understand, but okay. in your context, are you objecting to grade four or age four? In particular, age four is a total no, no, no. Okay. All right, because okay. we believe that the innocence of children must be protected. So, what do you mean by innocence? Is is teaching them about um, what he was talking about? Uh, violating their innocence? No, what, is talk, what he was talking about is very uh, innocent. Yes. It's it, very it nice, kind. And some of our parents taught us that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They did not taught, teach us about sexual pleasure. Yeah. About sexual experimentation. Yeah. Now, UNICEF teaches children and UNESCO. They teach that children should experiment. I, I understand. Okay. Sir. What, I, what I would wish that you, you pinpoint what the Department of Basic Education is teaching that is objectionable. Alright, but now, they are busy according to what we have information we got, they are busy preparing 
a book textbooks new textbooks and we do not want them to pop to spend and waste taxpayers money okay publish textbooks that we say we don't want them we want them even before if they have started before they finalize textbooks that they should know that parents are objecting to what to uh, inappropriate material Which for is? example yeah. okay if you tell children that there are options sexual uh, methods there is oral sex anal sex now what does anal sex have to do with teaching children about their healthy living about respecting other people okay, okay. what okay. he says was very nice we all agree <coughs> with what yeah. he says yeah. but what is planned is what we are objecting to okay now if they are try, going to try and convince the the country that no 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 that's not what you say we say we want to have access to the contents that they are going to give our children because we don't want our children to be taught anal sex yeah. that is wrong yeah. anus anus we know is something that dispatches or discharges filth and we do not want to associate filth with something that is good like education we don't want to teach that if people want to discover that in the bushes or somewhere in the behind closed doors let them discover that but for the school to tell children that that is one of the available options that is highly objectionable. Okay. So we want to see, ACDP says, open the books. Okay. Let's see what Mr. Mtlanga is saying is correct. Yeah. Because from what we know, they are going to implement what UNESCO is saying. But and Mr. I'm saying, is saying my, fo my focus is on the guidelines that he spoke about. Yeah. UNESCO is giving these as some of the options. Yeah. And we are saying this is highly objectionable. He's saying it begins at grade five, at grade seven, which is standard five, if I, if I if my country is that, is that correct, Mr. Planga? Standard five, grade seven. <laughs> standard five. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, is, it is grade seven. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So now, th 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 is that not age appropriate to say there are these things that have already they are watching them on television um, and then these they are seeing it all over? Not the extent to what we are talking about. Yeah, that what we are talking about is not on television. We don't talk about anal sex and oral sex for grade sevens. Let's say they're ten years old. It's not a read. Why do you have to teach children about things like this if they are ten years old? Yeah. It's a, it is inappropriate to teach them that. Why should you tell children that you can pledge yourself, you can masturbate alone, and you can masturbate But he others? answered that. He said at that age, they are already uh, at stage of puberty. I agreed with you and with him in the beginning. I said if what he was saying was yeah. all that they are offering, it okay. would be great. He's right. giving the best that a he knows version. Yeah, a Polish version that people out there would agree with yeah okay I want to open the lines um, and let's get down to <laughs> what the uh, the, <laughs> the issue is um, 0891 you're listening to what Mr. Mplanga is saying as far as the Department of Basic Education is concerned and the Reverend from the Christian perspective what do you say 0891 um, did you read the articles do you have your children telling you what they are learning at schools and do you know for a fact that perhaps <laughs> In the coming textbook, there are going to be uh, things of this nature. The, 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 the subject matter as the Reverend is objecting to tonight. 0891-104-207. Mr. Flang, he says you're being <coughs> economic with the truth. You're not telling us the full truth. If uh -huh. it were the full truth, he'd be agreeing with you, but you are not being honest with the nation. Well, I did not expect a full agreement on everything because... Not talking about honesty now. Did you tell the truth or are you being dishonest? No, no, no. I can't come in and, and tell lies. No, I can't. Uh, what I'm saying is what was in our statement, which we issued, where we set the record straight. And we actually provided an outline of what it is that it's in grade 4, 5, 6, 7, and eight, um, 
four, five, six, and seven, and we, we indicated what it is that will be. We, we plan uh, the, the content to be to be available to to the learners. So, so that's exactly what we are doing, and we're saying that. Everything that we are doing, we are doing to help the nation. If people don't want it, then they must say so. We've never developed a single policy in the basic education system, excluding South Africans. There's always a public participation process, and there's a window for such where we invite people Address to come. Address the part to. about oral sex and anal sex and masturbation at age and age four, he says, this is what you're planning on teaching. No, no, no. You see, uh, the, the reverend made a mistake. <coughs> I think he read uh, something from an article which we had since denied. Uh, Dr. Eve, as he was talking about her, she was only involved in the early stages of the development of the curriculum as one of the experts in the industry where sex and sexuality is spoken about. It doesn't mean that we took everything that she says. We don't work like that. We consult people. We look at what we need. We take what we believe can be used and we don't use the other. So, so a, a, a what she said, in fact, we even said that what she said there, she wasn't even supposed to do that because at that phase, we were still discussing and brainstorming, developing the content and planning for it to yeah. say, what is it that we should be teaching? So what uh, she spoke about... Uh, Changes have taken place. Uh, we have gone uh, through so many versions since she last saw yeah. what was discussed. So that cannot be relied on. So, so can, can you give us a direct answer there? Are you going to be teaching children masturbation, anal sex, and oral sex, and so forth? At the right age, but not in grade 4, what, right and not in then? grade 5, what not in grade, no, in, in grade 7. Because you see, ne, we have seen many videos uh, in which learners inside classrooms okay. and schools are already doing these things. Okay. And so grade 7 is, is just us. about age 10 and 11. So you're going to be teaching teaching 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds. Um, yes, because those children are preparing to go to high school okay. where things get even worse okay. in terms of the interaction with other learners yeah. and the different people that have been exposed to all sorts of things that you may not be aware of. So it's right. important that they're equipped with the knowledge and the skills that they require so that they can be able to handle such situations. Now you heard it's tough out there. The Christian community is represented tonight by Reverend Mishra. They're objecting to that. That's great. You are going to be teaching sexual that is objectionable to them um, and he did say that um, you're going to be teaching this and when you began your, uh, your answers you said the reverend is mistaken so now you're conceding that you are going to be teaching that to the 10 year olds and 11 year olds and all six no, no 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 I said in grade 7 Yes. 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 That's where we start because that's puberty stage. I didn't say 10-year-olds. I said grade 7. Yes, I just reiterated the point that at that age, they are uh, at grade 7, they're usually 10 years and 11 mm. years of age. No, they're not. What age is they're that? 13, 12, 13. All right. So because no 10-year-old goes to a high school. All right. Not in South Africa anyway. All right. So grade 7 is, is high school. Pre yes, high, high school preparation. Okay. Because we have a grade, grade 8, 9, 10, 11, and grade 12. Now, as far as you're concerned, standard 5 or grade 7 is high school. No, no, no. I think you are deliberately mishearing what I'm saying. I need saying. you to help me understand what grade 7 is as far as you understand that age group because we do understand that at that age, they are what? 10, 11? Okay, you, you believe they're 13. <clears throat> Fine. Let's move with 13. So you believe at the age of 13, um, it, it is appropriate to teach them um, masturbation. And, and I'll tell and you sex. why. You know, when we, I think it was 2016, 15, somewhere there, yeah. we released a media statement 
containing data from schools collected by schools themselves and that data was sent through to provinces and the provincial education departments shared that information as required with the department of basic education and in that report there were 704 kids in primary school who had fallen pregnant and given birth which means the problem is already there whether they were raped or whatever might have happened the situation does indicate that those kids were already exposed to sexual activity. And those are the things that we are dealing with. We don't know the circumstances. All that we do is to produce the data that the schools gave us. And in addition to that, there were some 16,000 others. In fact, the number starts to skyrocket from grade 7. Perfect. 8. Which then shows that there is a problem uh, about... In fact, we've also learned that a lot of parents are actually in denial about the things that their children are doing. Until we, until we show them videos, then they are shocked. Yeah, Reverend, let, let's, let's, know, let's, let's <coughs> get understanding. They are saying it's not great age 10 or 11. It's not even age 4 as you are worried. It's age 12 and age 13. Is that acceptable to okay. you? Now, I'm sure many parents out there will agree with what I'm going to say. They are concerned about teenage pregnancies, child pregnancies, as I as a parent am concerned about. But the question is, do you solve the problem of early pregnancies by teaching oral sex and anal sex? Are they saying to children, masturbate so that you don't have sex? Or what is the reason? What has masturbation to do? What has anal sex to do with stopping pregnancies? The problem is the guidelines they're given is saying it is one of the available Options. Now, it is objectionable that teachers will teach children that one of the op- options of having sex is anal sex, vaginal sex, or even masturbation. You know, this, this is what is ob- objectionable. But he's just said right now that even if not, it's 12 or 13, they, they are not, they are not uh, telling them to do it, but they are teaching them so that they should understand what it is. Now, because according to, to the department, they're already viewing these videos at schools anyway, and their phones that you as parents I, I, buy. Agreed, agreed, okay? These things are happening, okay? Now, if people are stealing, children are stealing, you are not going to teach them how to steal better so that they are not caught. No, sir. Okay, no, no, no. they are doing wrong, okay? These children, what the department should do as parents should do, when we are concerned about child pregnancies, we need to say, guys, it is not time for you to have sex when you should be focusing on your education. We are among the poorest when it comes to mathematics and science. So rather than teach them about sex, they should say to them, it is wrong. Because there are many children who do this because nobody said to them this is wrong. Perhaps what they were saying, maybe we could show on what they were saying, that they're already being taught the wrong thing. And as the department, they want to teach the right thing. They need to understand what is and what is not. I want us to agree that we come back here with us with him showing us where they said this is wrong okay if they say what these other children are doing is wrong that would be commendable but i know which which is what 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 is what the videos is talking about the oral the anal sex and the oral sex that the children he says are doing okay he needs to say children this is wrong do not do it do not do this focus on your studies that is what the acdp would appreciate that children are taught use your time to study to further your studies so that you become a professional so that you become skilled and not teach them about these things that are done so that these other children will also do them. I'm, I'm glad we have arrived, arrived at this stage. Now you're saying these are wrong. 
Mm. Remember, uh, uh, the basis of our conversation mm. is to find out if there's that is based on your scriptures. Okay. Do your scriptures say it is wrong to have oral sex or anal sex or masturbation and so forth? <laughs> well, obviously, there are no scriptures, whether Christian, Islamic or what, that will talk about oral sex and masturbation. But the scripture will talk about premarital sex, okay? They'll talk about fornication. They'll talk about adultery. They'll talk about homosexuality. So what the Bible is saying, if, for example, I can, uh, you'd want me to read? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm okay, really if, if there is time, we can read. Okay, open First uh, Corinthians chapter 6. All right, and what is First Corinthians chapter 6 going to tell us? Reverend? He's going to tell uncovered children to flee from fornication. Fornication just meaning sex before marriage. Okay. This is what children should be taught. I can read it. I'm going to read it. Chapter okay. 6, verse what? Read 18. All right, verse 18 reads, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. Uh-huh. That's 18. Okay, Take that's note, 18. Rever- yeah, Reverend, that, that still does not tell us what it is that is objectionable about no, what no, they're no. teaching. No, no. Sex, you see, that is overcompassing. Okay, it says flee from doing the wrong. It, that includes oral sex, inner sex, and all these forms of sex. Because understand it says fornication. Flee from sex before marriage. I understand, but that doesn't speak to any age group. It speaks to fornication, whether you're 70 years or 17 years. Sure. So fornication sure. is wrong for everybody. It's, Remember, it's wrong we're for try- everybody. Yeah, we're trying to understand if uh. your scripture is saying teaching children about sexuality, as the department is suggesting, is against your scriptures. You, you, do you know that um, when the scriptures were written, we did not have issues like anal sex, we did not have problems that we are facing today. That's okay? not, that's not uh, historically correct, Reverend. We no, no, no. know for a fact that this has been happening in, since in the scriptures. No, no, I'm saying the scriptures will, will never refer to that. Yes, but okay. there were people behind, you know, sin is sin. People are committing sin behind closed doors all the time, all the time. So, so the, the fact is there could have been people who were doing that, but it was not a problem that is in our faces as we have today. It was. People it talk was, about it. It was, Reverend. If you read all your right. scriptures, it, it, it has been happening ever since then. Quite frankly, for Paul to be writing about it, it has been happening even before then, during the times of Onan, for that matter. It has been happening. All these deviant behaviors, as you're objecting to, okay. have been recorded, have been documented, in even in the Apocrypha. But, so uh, we know it has been happening even then, before All then. right. Okay. They were happening under the cloak of fornication and adultery. That's why Correct. he just said, flee from fornication. But it, is, it doesn't mention that it, it, it is objecting to the thing that you as a Christian community are objecting no, to. No, no. Right? If they say it, it's wrong. Okay, let's, let's read another scripture. Okay. Uh, look at, uh, maybe go to verse 9 to 11. Same chapter? Yeah, same chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 6, six verse six, 9. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, verse 9 reads, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by spirit of our God. Okay. Now, if we are told that some of these things would cause people not to inherit the kingdom of God, we as parents, we should be concerned about our future, the future of our children and about eternity. And if we are truly concerned about eternity, we do not necessarily have to specify uh, anal, sex, anal sex or oral sex we just have to say sex outside marriage is out of your bounds so you as school <coughs> children but do that's not, not do what it. the de- department is, is teaching that they're, they're not teaching that they, that's what they should be teaching no, what i'm, I'm saying, saying that should, they the, should the department teaching. is not teaching children to have sex outside wedlock light said nothing of the sort okay 
Now, when you teach them that oral sex is an option, when you say because they're already doing it, let's tell them how to do it. If they were saying we tell them not to do it, I would, I would be applauding them. Remember, but they're not, that's remember not what you, they're saying. Your scriptures are not age appropriate. Your scriptures are just age uh, irrelevant. Quite frankly, we they're agreed. just speaking to everybody. We agree. And why would we want them to not to follow this? If the scripture is saying uh, this is wrong, this is right, why can't they say this is wrong, this is right, without saying um, uh, the, the, the age is, is okay? Because when the scriptures are saying this is wrong, they are not saying this is wrong for this age group. They are saying this is wrong. End of story. Okay. <clears throat> and now they are saying we are teaching that there is something called oral sex, which people who are married do, by the way. And we know this for a fact that what they are teaching is what is being taught by educators in the international sphere as both of you have quoted UNESCO. Mm. Now my question is why is it objectionable for the Department of Basic Education to teach that we know that this is happening and this is a healthy way of doing it, this is an unhealthy way, this is a, a, a disease-free way of doing it and so forth. What's objectionable about that? What is objectionable is that while knowing that this is wrong, that the scriptures are saying it's wrong, you teach children that you can do it. That's what is ob objectionable. Without going to the details of how. But the scriptures haven't said that. You no, no, they say fornication is wrong. They're not talking about fornication, Reverend. No, no. Sex, they're talking about sex. They're talking about sex. Now, Correct. if you talk, teach children about sex, about uh, finding pleasure, yeah. pleasuring one another, yeah. then you're talking about fornication. So the Bible doesn't teach sex, Reverend? Is that it what you does. Said? Fornication is sex. No, no, I'm talking about sex. Does the Bible not teach about sex? Sexual morality. The Bible speaks about sexual morality. I'm, I'm going to ask us to go to the book of, of, of Solomon. Okay. Songs of Solomon. Uh, there we have an open environment where we have no marriage whatsoever. We're just talking about two people and there is no documentation of these two people being married. And yet we see the sexual activity there. The, a, the very famous example of Esther. Queen Esther had sex and we're always praising Queen Esther for being such a good woman and yet she was part of a harem this harem is a group of women who were having sex with the king so that the king should marry them and there were those who we all know that they never got married to the king king Xerxes had sex with all of them but never married them queen esther had sex before marriage and there was yeah, may I say no objection there okay the whole book of esther it makes uh, right. no mention of it okay. being objectionable okay yes sir the fact that she could have had sex with the king. No, it did say that right. she had okay. one night with right. the king of okay. sex. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. That does not make it right if they were not married. Where does it say it's wrong? Okay, uh, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. When David had sex with Bathsheba, it was wrong. He was condemned. David. The, the prophet objected to, to uh, David taking another man's wife. Not him having sex because they, we know David had the concubines he got from Saul. Three of those concubines whom he got from Saul. And those, by the way, he never married. They were taken by Saul. He just inherited them. So God objected to why did you take another man's wife? Why did you even have to kill that man? So what Nathan was talking about there was the objection of a, David killing a man for his wife. No. Not no, 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 no. It was not about killing. It was sleeping with another man's wife. Yeah. Yeah. That was where the, object, the objection was yes. and the sin was sleeping with another man's wife. Correct. Okay? So not sex sleeping, before marriage. It was, he was not married to her. He slept with her before marrying but her. He had many more that he was sleeping with that he wasn't okay. married to. But, but now we have a classic example yeah. that God sent a prophet to rebuke a man that the Bible says was a man after God's own heart. Correct. Who slept with another man's wife? Yes, it speaks nothing about premarital sex. 
Well, for, for her, it was premarital. She was married to another not, man. Not, yeah, to another man, but not to him. Well, yes. That so, was adultery. But I'm not, I'm, I understand. The yeah. issue is adultery. The, the, the Department of Basic Education is not teaching adultery, Reverend. No, I agree. I agree. But they're teaching sex to Let children. Again, we have example. <laughs> we've been quoting examples here, Reverend, of sex before marriage, and you haven't dealt with the Esther example. Can you no. deal with the example? Okay. All right, maybe let me say this. My, may clarify what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. The fact that some people did wrong in the Bible does not justify. But where does it say that Esther did something wrong? Okay. Reverend? If if the Bible says. Uh, sex outside marriage is sin. It does not matter who does it. Even uh, if it's David who does it, it's wrong. I'm going to ask it again with respect, Reverend. Uh-huh. In the whole book of Esther, it says nothing about what the acts of Esther being wrong. Tell us why there would be the book of Esther and we don't see anywhere it is said it is wrong. Why are we condemning the Department of Basic Education for something that is being taught by your Bible? No. A full book, your Bible teaches it. No, no, listen. When it comes to the subject of sex, yes, sir. It, it, it is not necessary for every chapter and every book to repeat okay. the same thing. Okay. Let me take it's not calls. necessary. Let me take Anybody reading the Bible knows it is wrong, so okay. it doesn't have to be repeated time and again, time and again, and all the time. Okay. Let me take some calls for you. Okay. Um, um, I want to remind you another exa- example of, 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 of Boaz. <laughs> of Boaz sleeping with Ruth before they got married. Uh, sent by <coughs> Naomi. Go and sleep with him before marriage. Just remember those examples. And again, we have no one objecting. Not the prophets, not the priests. No one of those times objects to it. And when the department teaches it, saying that this is an option, this is an option. It's not saying go ahead and do it. Uh-huh. As, as no, Naomi did. Or as the, 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 the cousin of said, go ahead and do it. They may not. But the department says this is an option. This is an option, and the Christian community so is that they, No, no. These op- 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 options that you must consider yeah. if you want to have sex. Yeah. They should not be saying that. They should be saying. But you your Bible not. is doing that. It's oh. teaching that. Okay, let me take some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Felix. Uh, Felix is in Nelsway. Good evening, Felix. Felix, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Thank you, Naya, for taking my call. Thank you, thank you, Felix. I think we must understand that the religious organizations we never agree to sex education. Why? Because all of them are condemning sex. We refuse to understand one simple fact, that we are all sexual beings. Actually, when our mother and our father made us, they made us from their sex cells, the female sex cells and the male sex cells, which which actually come together to make us. So we are all sexual beings. And now they are condemning sex. They don't want sex education. That's why there is so much sexual problem in the school. Which, which, which community of condemned sex? Because the Reverend is not condemning sex. It's condemning certain aspects of sex talk to children. Yeah, which community is condemning sex? Yeah, if you listen to him properly, what he is saying that you should just say sex is not good. Uh, he never said that. No, 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 no. He never said that, Felix. Yes, but what I'm trying to say is this. Once you condemn sex before marriage, even sex after marriage, we look condemned also. Mm-mm. Kids are already having sex. So the issue is not them not having sex. What we need to do is to have a proper sex education. Even when you are one day old, it doesn't matter. For as long as One you day know, old, old, Felix. Yeah. That's yeah. a very unfortunate, it's not a helpful no, hyperbole there. One sex. day old. Felix? It doesn't matter. We need to understand sex. We need to be able to appreciate sex. Among, we need to teach kids about sex education so that everybody understands. Everybody is misbehaving now because nobody understands sex okay. before or after marriage. All right, Reverend, please write that down. Felix says even one day also very unfortunate mm-hmm. hyperbole, but hey, uh, you need to respond to it, Reverend. Thank you very much, Felix. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Sylvester. Sylvester is in Campton Park. Good evening, hey, Sylvester. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you, sir. How are you? I'm all right. 
thanks for taking my call. Mm. Uh, if you, 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 you ask the, uh, the reverend of the scripture which um, refers to kids. So I'm going to go back to the, uh, uh, I think he gave you first Corinthians. Yeah. And, um, I, okay, I won't quote the exact scripture, but I think you and I are aware of the scripture that says, train a child in the way he should go. Yes. Now, that combined with the scripture that the reverend gave to us earlier, says to me, if you introduce sex education to children at an earlier age, the way we are doing, uh, we are setting a path for them in the way they should go. Okay. So we, we, are, we are putting <coughs> it there uh, for them. Those two scriptures put together to me answer, answer your question uh, in terms of what does the scripture say about teaching children about sex. Okay. So, Sylvester, let me get this straight. So, you're saying we must teach children because the the, the book of Proverbs says, train up a child in the way that you go. Mm. I am saying we must teach them what they should know and use to their benefit. The Reverend didn't object to to, to sex education. Mm. He's objecting to certain aspects of of what the uh, Department of Education is, is putting out there. And that the, the, the thing that's being taught, what they are being taught, not the general concept of sex education. Hold on, hold um, on, Sylvester. Let me get this straight. Are you saying that because the Bible says train up a child, therefore they, we must train up children on issues that they're objecting to, like homosexuality or, 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 or anal sex or, or, or masturbation and, 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 and so forth? The thing that he was mentioning there. Are you saying that those things must be taught to children? That's what the Bible says when it says train up a child? No, no I am saying if you want to teach children about the effect of teenage uh, of sex yeah. and uh, the cause of teenage pregnancy, Teach them about contraceptives. Don't tell them that oral sex is an alternative that will reduce teenage pregnancy. So where do we where do we get that guidance of what to teach and what not to teach? Say that. Where do we get the guidance? Do we have a scriptural guidance as to what to teach and what not to teach these children? If you believe what? that they must be taught something, it, is there it, guidance? It, it, a, a moral guidance. Um, to me, would be if you're teaching a child about uh, oral sex to avoid pregnancy. What about things like cancer and all of those other diseases that result from oral sex? We're just kicking the can down the road instead of you know I'm sorry. teaching the children. Did you just say oral sex go. will get you cancer? Oh, not 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 cancer. I beg your pardon. But one of those uh, sexually transmitted diseases that okay. come with, with all right, you do that, know that sexually transmitted diseases are just that. It's not orally transmitted diseases, it's sexually. So even if you use the orthodox sexual position and manner, you will have sexually transmitted diseases. So that argument really doesn't fly, does it, Sylvester? All right, thank you. Okay, the line is red, ma'am. Uh, okay. All right, thank you very much, Sylvester. Appreciate your call. Take one final call. Let's go to Ngon Days in PE. Good evening, Tog. Ngon Pungani, mm. let me get down to it. I know that you are well. Yes, sir. Pungani, first of all, this country, in my understanding, is a secular country. Yeah. Okay? It's neither Christian, nor Muslim, nor Jew, Rastafarian, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So, to my understanding, South Africa is like a life-size fair. Everything goes. Okay? <laughs> so, therefore, no one then can come on these platforms with a pious gratitude 
right or good with gratitude that won't work. Now, why not? I'm why not? Well, let, let's address that. Why not? All South Africans have got the right to say what they want to influence the national debate. Why do you say no, 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 no one can do that? No, 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 no. What I'm saying here now, right, they can do that, but my point is right here on this platform, yes, faithful space or headspace, perhaps gratitude just will not do. Let me be specific. Now, yeah, the epidemiology of bullying causes and effects, right, is more prevalent when the children start the senior phase, call it from grade 8 to grade 12, as Ogeso was saying. Now, this age is about 12, 13, 14, thereabout, right? Yeah. At this age, now, yeah, in grade 8, he says the learning will be at grade 7. At grade 8, now, yeah, mm. you will find them not having coping skills, your assertiveness. Are you with me? It's just not there. Then they become lonely and they are easily abused. Bullying and sexual as well, right? And you must also understand now, in our context, we are not Europe. This is South Africa, right? There are some kids or houses that are child-headed households, right? No, and I need to streamline your, your contribution. We have four minutes remaining. We need to have them respond to what is being said. Please streamline okay, your comment. Now, yeah. shortly. Yeah. Ignorance is not this. Ignorance is, in fact, dangerous. So if these children are armed with education, with knowledge, we assume they'll be better equipped with challenges and be better adults going forward. Now, a very good evening. Let, let, let me get this straight, Angonde, before I let you go. So you're saying that the department must teach these things, must teach oral sex, uh, anal sex, masturbation, and so forth. Is that what you're now saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. what I'm saying. Because to me and you, we will know that the anus is meant for exit, right? But then we are matured, we are adults, right? Unfortunately, now in the real world, right, not angels, in the real world, these things are happening. All I'm saying, the department is trying to arm them with knowledge, right? Armed with knowledge now is better than having no knowledge. I understand, Nona. I need you to be frank. Are you saying we must teach these things? All right, yes. got it, got it, got it. Thank you very much, Nona. Appreciate your call. All right, we'll try and run through some text for those of you who sent some text. One text says, thank you for bringing up this topic. Your first guest is totally out of order. They're supposed to be teaching parents, not children. Tambo. I'm assuming the first guest you're referring to, uh, Mr. Mplang, Elijah Mplang, the representative from the Department of Education, is speaking nationally on behalf of the Department of Basic Education. Now, the text reads, my question, are educators well qualified to handle a delicate subject matter as sexuality? That's K. I'm going to ask you to respond to that, Mr. Mplang. Another one says, kids are sent <coughs> to school to learn maths and science, not garbage. Mshanga, let this be taught to your kids, not mine. Did you consult us with abortion by 12-year-olds? Stop this. It's filthy. And this person didn't say what his or her name is. So that's also directed at you. All right. I'm going to ask you to respond and then we'll have the, the Reverend respond as well. Go ahead, sir. Well, first and foremost, this government always consults people. What we don't see is uh, huge volumes of input from people, even when we repeat the invitations for people to give us the input. So we don't go out and implement something without their view. That's the first thing. The second thing is that, yes, our universities are already training our teachers on this content. In fact, I was contacted by a professor from the University of the Northwest who told me that, in fact, she has had many classes where she's training the student teachers 
on how to teach this subject even before the subject can be implemented. So these things are already there. We're preparing the system for them. We need to make sure that we avail the information. Learners need to be aware of these things. We are not just teaching how to do it. We are teaching these things that they are there. We are teaching the impact of these things on, on your life. We are saying here is the information, make the decisions that you need. But we believe that the primary responsibility for teaching rests with the parent. All right. We are not taking away their responsibility to teach. They're just contributing to that teaching. Uh, let's, let's, let's have uh, Reverend. Reverend, you heard some callers saying, hey, you're not living in your own world here. Teach, teach children what they need to learn. And a caller said, train up a child. <laughs> a child. Yeah. You know, um, I really hope that Christian parents were listening very well out there. I'm disappointed to hear that Christian Christians have not been forthcoming, and I'm hoping they're listening. What makes you believe that these callers are not Christian? They never disclose. No, 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 no. He, you know, he says that Christians have not been making inputs. He, he mm. said in his opening statement, mm. he got inputs from different groups of people except Christians. Okay, That's from the said. department. Yeah. The department is not getting the contribution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So now I'm saying, I'm hoping that they're listening and okay. they're going to start doing the right thing yeah. and engaging the department rather than complain. What a right time, Reverend. I okay. need to respond to that. Train up a child. No, okay. No. Now, I, I agree. He quoted from Proverbs 22, 2, 4, ne? that we must train up a child in Correct. the way they should go. He was right, okay? Yeah. Train them in the way they should go. While we have this problem of immorality, pre teenage pregnancy, the department, on behalf of the parents, must say, these things are happening, we don't deny, but the way you should go is this way yeah okay you should not focus on this you should not waste your time on yeah. things like this okay yeah. that's what the department should be doing as responsible parents yeah. and then felix said something that is highly regrettable for felix to suggest that day old children should also be available for men's full of lust for sexual gratification i am very no, he, he didn't say for men's uh, let, let's not change what he was saying he was simply saying children need to know these things no, even no. Every, every day or i understand it was a hyperbole but the, the point he's making is that children need to know okay yeah i, I agree yeah. knowledge we, we do not promote ignorance yeah. children must know yeah. they must know what's right they must know what's wrong when there is these sexual activities taking place children must be told yeah. wait until marriage focus on your studies and become skilled become educated okay. we need more professionals in south africa to make like, south africa a better country when this kind of curriculum comes out will you be able to come back to us and talk to us uh -huh. about this and we we are, we, we are always available anytime, right. anytime we're going to invite you my producer is going to go invite you and the reverend will invite you as well and we can nitpick on what exactly is really objectionable yes, sir. for me Naila Pondona and the team thank you very much to you Elijah Mklanga national spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education also Reverend Mishler Kenneth Mishler leader of the African Christian Democratic Party thank you very much to you sir as well and thank for you, me and the sir. team have a wonderful evening and Godspeed